Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Friday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Garrett here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast, where we give you a brief market recap based on what we see in the VRA investing system and, more importantly, what we see looking forward for investors. The talk of the last few days has been the inversion of the three-month Treasury bill yield now above the 10-year note yields. Is the sign seen by many as a key recession indicator. This is when short-term yields rise above long-term yields. It's known as an inverted yield curve. And is seen, as I said, as a sign that economic contraction could be on the way. For example, the last time an inversion like this occurred was in 2007. As you may know, this was about a year before the global financial crisis. Now, while this is a red flag for some, it's merely a yellow flag for others as it isn't an automatic sign of doom. So far, this is only a one to two day inversion. Past recessions have been preceded by a yield curve inversion of 10 days straight. Some say it will need to be for a full quarter. From there, a recession could still take one to two years to occur, but we still have a week or so to recover before this becomes more of an urgent matter. Now, we'll say over the last six times when the curve is inverted for 10 days or more, there's been a recession within the next two years. But as we've seen lately, this market has a a mind of its own. Some of the other fundamental and technical indicators have seemed to break down in recent memory. So we see this information is telling us very little, really, when it comes to timing the market. But it is certainly something we are watching. Overall, it is a cautionary sign, but not an alarm. Also, I wanted to note that this is a three-month crossing above the 10-year. Now, a lot of people would say that this isn't the real indicator. The real indicator would be the two-year above the 10-year. This is like comparing, I've talked a lot about golden crosses here, a golden cross being when the 200-day moving average crosses above the 50-day moving average. That would be a real example of a golden cross. So comparing the three-month to a 10-year note is like comparing an eight-day or a 21-day moving average going above the eight-day moving average. So really, this isn't the exact area that we're looking for in the strongest indicator uh, out there that there is. However, these lower rates are hitting shares of financials hard right now. As we saw from the S&P 500 sectors, the financial sector was down a big 2.65% on, on the day. Uh, more on our sectors here in a minute. But a lot of this is thanks in part to the Fed raising rates nine times in a row. Something that was unmatched anywhere else in the world, especially in times of negative interest rates right now. Think about Japan. Now, it has been a positive that we saw this week that the Fed has changed their course, but it remains to be seen of the damage that has already been done here. Now, let's take a look at our markets on the day where we did finish right around the lows on the day with the biggest down day that we have seen since January 3rd. The Dow down... uh, 1.77% on the day to 25,502. The NASDAQ down 2.5% to uh, to 7,642. The S&P 500 down 1.9% to its $2,800 mark, that important technical indicator that we've mentioned here a few times before. And finally, the Russell 2000 down the biggest on the day, down 3.62% to 1,505. I do want to make a a quick note here that nothing about the way that we approach this has changed. We continue to see this as an opportunity to buy the dips. And while with negative indicators out there, like like I mentioned earlier, it can be tough to do, we believe that is the right 
course right now. We have to continue to buy these dips aggressively and hold. Looking at our internals on the day, we didn't see great numbers, but there was a bright spot. Advanced declines were hit hard with uh, 1,750 advances to 7,302 declines. While new highs to new lows continue to be our winner, something that we've seen a decent amount so far this year. Really pretty astonishing numbers here considering the day that we had, finishing with 441 new highs to 214 new lows. So strong numbers there. Up-down volume did finish strongly negative on the day, however. Now, as I mentioned earlier, looking to our sectors on the day, where we did see 10 out of our 11 sectors finish negative. But first, the positive. Utilities was our only sector to finish higher on the day, up 0.69%, and reaching a new all-time high today. So strong day from the utilities, a big down day, though, from our other sectors. Lead lower today by materials, Financials, as I mentioned earlier, followed by energy, all of those down above 2.5% today, and tech down as well, roughly two, a little over 2.3% on the day. Uh, next up here, looking at our commodities, which were mostly a mixed bag today, thanks in part to a slight rebound from the U.S. dollar. After nine straight down sessions for the U.S. dollar, we moved higher by just over 0.8% on the day. We can't go down every day. Uh, but we continue to see some weakness in the, in the U.S. dollar as a major positive. Like I said, though, we can't go down every day, just like our stock market won't be going down every day. Uh, so looking at our commodities, gold up 0.42% to 1,312 an ounce. Silver was able to break back positive just a few minutes ago here, uh, roughly even on the day, though, to 1543. Copper down a big 1.96% to 284 pound. And finally, Oil hit hard today as well, down 1.85% to 58.87. So, a couple of final notes here. While we did see a pause today, we have to remember that it has been a strong year. Now, one other thing that, that could be a potential headwind here is that we are now also in the share buyback blackout period. Share buybacks have been a big part of this rally, something we've talked about here at length. So we could continue to see a, a, a brief little pause. I'm not going to try and time it based on that. But again, I know it's not always easy to do, but we continue to see this as a great opportunity to continue adding to your portfolio. No reason to pan panic here. Continue to buy the dip. Folks, that's all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA daily updates in your inbox. You can do so at VRAinsider.com. Check out our podcast tab at the right top there, and we'll deliver this every day to your inbox. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here for Monday's close. Have a great weekend.